and safer too, she thought. Men were much too fickle, and all too likely to leave destruction in their wake. That wasn't cool, Ruby, said Trevor as he stepped from the stairwell. I'm already late for the gig at Legends. Without missing a beat, she said. Then maybe you shouldn't have stopped to take a piss in public. Trevor's parting gesture conveyed his opinion of Ruby's response. I don't think he liked your advice, Charlie said, laughing. I'll try to recover from the slight, she replied with dripping sarcasm. They strolled half a block down 2nd Avenue, serenaded from every open door they passed to reach their destination. The line for the popular country venue stretched to the corner at Broadway, where another four blocks of honky-tonks welcomed natives and tourists alike. Eager two-steppers, perspiring beneath their cowboy hats, waited anxiously to sweat even more on the enormous Wild Horse Saloon dance floor. As Ruby and Charlie slipped through the entrance, calls of, We love you, Ruby, and Why are they cutting line? penetrated the stifling humidity. Being semi-famous to the locals did not mean tourists gave two bits who you were. Classic Brooks and Dunn pulsed through the club as they made their way to the bar not far from the entrance. Waitresses in short shorts and well-worn cowboy boots sliced through the crowd, trays balanced skillfully above their heads. Ruby ordered two beers while Charlie slipped into tourist mode, gawking at her surroundings. A swirling design, etched to perfection in the custom floor tiles, drew the eye toward the endless expanse of glistening dance floor. The life-size porcelain equines scattered about, all done up in their most dapper western gear, brought a smile to her lips. And the two-steppers twirling in front of the empty stage, showing off their moves with style and grace, reminded her of weekends back home in Kentucky, when she'd spun away more than one Saturday night at the barn dance. I'm going backstage to check in, Ruby said, handing Charlie her drink. You coming? I'll wait for Maddie. Matilda Jacobs, Maddie to her friends, was stunningly beautiful, terrifyingly brilliant, and unapologetically late for everything. At 29, she'd been navigating the Nashville nightlife for seven years and had grown disturbingly cynical. That she'd agreed to wade into what she considered shallow waters for even one night signified how much she liked her new roommate. The depth of the dating pool meant little to Charlie. She had one priority, to build her career in radio. A relationship would only be a distraction she didn't need or want. I'm here, called Maddie, platinum locks catching the light as she squeezed between two burly patrons. Did I miss anything? Nope. Ruby and I walked in five minutes ago. Charlie had no idea how Maddie had skipped the line, but assumed she'd charmed a bouncer while flashing her radio station credentials. Sculpted brows arched. Then I'm earlier than usual, she nodded to the bartender who'd appeared out of nowhere. Glass of red, please. Dimples materialized as the man grinned in response. Coming right up. As usual, Maddie didn't notice the adulation in the young man's eyes. Though Charlie considered herself pretty enough, reasonably sized nose, good natural highlights, tolerable legs, men did not fall at her feet, nor did they hop to do her bidding. Of course, 
Maddie also had the petite thing going for her. Even in four-inch heels, she stood a solid two inches shorter than Charlie's five-foot-eight. To win in both looks and brains should have been against some law of nature. But as her roommate, Charlie knew that Maddie shaved her toes and had her mustache waxed every six weeks. Proof that true perfection did not exist. So where is our red-headed wrecking ball? Maddie asked. Charlie grinned. She's backstage. The bartender returned with her glass of wine, saying, Here you go, darling. Maddie withdrew a 20 from her clutch purse, but he waved her off. Compliments of the gentleman down the bar. Her perfect features contorted as she shoved the money back in her purse. I hate this game. Now the idiot is going to come over here and try some stupid line. She said this without bothering to even glance in her benefactor's direction.